Welcome to Voice of Possibility with Reverend Jonathan Kwabla Africa Hali of ICGC Possibility Worship Temple, Kansuman, Accra, Ghana. This message of faith is life transforming, anointed to help you discover your right positioning and mission in God's kingdom. It will help you break from past negative perceptions and empower you lead an overcoming life. Now, receive Reverend Africa. You are welcome. Amen. I bring you God's word titled, God is saying something. And this is a teaching on how to recognize and hear the voice of God. Amen. And in today's segment, I'll be telling us the importance of hearing the voice of God. Amen. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1. God who at sundry times in the past and in diverse manners, take note of the lines, sundry times and in diverse manners, spoke in time past to the fathers and by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his son whom he has appointed heir of all things by whom also he made the worlds. God is saying something. If I say God is saying something it means that God is speaking. Has always spoken. Continue to speak and shall always speak. In fact, our God is a speaker. And I'll be showing you in scripture the day God goes silent on you. It's not too good. If you are acquainted with God speaking to you and indeed all of us believers must be acquainted, must be accustomed to the voice of God, according to Romans chapter 8, verse 14. For as many as are the children of God are led by the voice of God. We have not received the spirit of bondage, verse 15. We have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. But we have received the spirit of adoption. Becoming children of God. And verse 16 says, The Spirit of God, the Spirit Himself, witnesses with our spirit that indeed we are the children of God. Amen. So to become a child of God, you don't need anyone to tell you you are a child of God. You know. There's a spirit inside of you that receive the communication from the Holy Spirit that you are a child of God. You just know you are a child of God. Apart from the scripture telling you in your heart of hearts, you don't doubt it that you are a child of God. Amen. If that is so, 
The scripture is telling us in Romans chapter 8, verse 14, that it is native, it is natural, that every child of God will hear the voice of God and be led by the voice of God. Amen. God, therefore, is saying something. It's our topic for discussion. How to recognize the voice of God. There is an unquenchable appetite. There is this ever not dying hunger to know what is happening around us. Every race, every tribe, indeed, every human has an appetite. It cannot be quenched. To know what is happening, to know what will happen. And in Africa, we are experts. That we have many seers who see for us is an indication of that. But the scripture says, if you are a child of God, he has a responsibility as a shepherd to lead you, to guide you, to instruct you. Know the future. I'm saying this, that look, by the time this series is over, we must be highly discerning because it is not only the voice of God that is in the world. We have the voice of Satan. Can you imagine? God started by speaking in the Garden of Eden. But in the very Garden of Eden, the place of serenity, the place of no sin, Satan also came and he was speaking. Do you understand that? Satan came and he was also speaking. And they chose to listen. Why not? It is the nature of the creature that is a morally free being. So, curiosity is the nature to know what's happening. So we go into all kinds of sites. By the time we leave the place, we have been polluted and contaminated. We don't choose my dear, listen to me. It is not only God who is speaking. Satan is also a speaker. Let me give you a typical example. In Matthew chapter 16, Jesus asked a question. In Matthew chapter 16, and Peter in verse 16 answered the question. You are the son of God. You are the son of the living God. Peter speaking. Then Jesus analyzed what Peter had said. And said, this one, it is only God who can tell you. This is a revelation from God, Peter. The thing you have just said is a voice from heaven, my father, who has told you. If God has not told you this, Peter, you would never have said this. Therefore, what Peter said was attributed to God speaking to Peter. Amen. Of course, Peter received the reward, the keys, and all of that. Then a few verses there after that, the same Peter. Jesus has started speaking about his death. The same Peter started rebuking Jesus. You want to die? 
God forbid, you will not die. In fact, the scripture used the strong language. Peter was rebuking Jesus. You will not die. Then Jesus again recognized, this is not Peter. Then he said, get it behind me, Satan. Peter, a human being, was speaking. It was the same human being who spoke the first time. This time, the same Peter, human being, was speaking, and Jesus recognized that, no, this must be Satan speaking. Get it behind me, Satan. You don't discern the things of God. Your interest is only on earthly things. What has happened? The same church member, the same believer who can hear from God can also hear from Satan. Please understand this foundation. It is therefore possible that the man of God, me speaking to you, the things of God can also be polluted and be saying things which is not from God. It is possible. It is possible that one can start very well in the path of righteousness and veered off wearing the same coat bearing the same name maybe the name would even be elevated from pastor to doctor pastor amen God is saying something but the question is or the responsibility is to recognize that this is God speaking how do I recognize that this is God without doubt the answer it's in Psalm 23, verse 3, and Matthew 6, verse 13. Scripture is our guide at all times. Psalm 23 is a psalm about God being our shepherd and the primary ways by which he leads us is by his voice, leading us by his voice. Of course, in John chapter 10, Jesus repeatedly said, My sheep knows my voice, my voice, my voice, my voice. Psalm 23, he restored my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness. The phrase, in the paths of righteousness. Take note, path is plural. Righteous paths. If God is speaking to you, if God is leading you by his voice, by his prompting, next week we shall look at the various modes. How do I assess this is from God? It must lead you to the path of righteousness. God will not tell you to do something against his standard. Reveal standard. And Jesus taught us prayer. Matthew chapter 6, verse 13, he said, pray. That the Father will lead you not into temptation, but to deliver you from evil. Amen. How do I know this one is God? It doesn't lead into temptation. It does not lead into temptation. It delivers from evil. How can you say God has spoken to you and the outcome of the instruction is doing evil? A man of God, a woman of God has told you something and what outcome putting those things you have been told into practice 
is leading to what? Evil. Mm -mm. It is not God. The point is, one person who is hearing from God can also hear from Satan. Voice of Possibility will be back soon. We hope you are being blessed by this message. For counseling or further inquiries, there are ministers of God just waiting to hear from you. Call after this broadcast on the following hotlines. 0249-039193 or 0274-810065. Welcome back to Voice of Possibility. Let me give you quickly why we must do everything to keep the channel of hearing from God open. The importance of hearing the voice of God. Before that, the implication of not hearing from God. Every child of God naturally must hear from God. Romans 8, 14. If you are not hearing from God, what must be happening? Two things. Psalm 119, verse 19, the psalmist cry out a lamentation. He says, I am a stranger on earth. Do not hide your word from me. I'm a stranger. We are all strangers. Do you know that one voice of God can open your gold mind? You are sitting, you are surrounded by goodness. If you cannot see it, if you cannot hear God tell you, this is it. You'll be famished. 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 1. Young boy Samuel in the temple. During that season, the whole nation, listen, Israel, biblical Israel, were led. By the voice of God through their prophets. That is the way the national vision is delivered. Listen to me. We have a constitution, an all manner of policy document that leads the nation. But biblical Israel, God must speak. And when God speaks, it becomes their vision. They are guided by it. And there was a whole season in the days of Eli the priest. The Bible said the child Samuel was ministering before the Lord under Eli the priest. And the word of the Lord was scarce, precious. In those days, there was no open vision. God led them by open vision. But in the season when Eli was the priest, there was no instruction from God. There was no open vision. Scarcity of the voice of God. In, in natural fact, the whole nation was experiencing close heaven. You can imagine what happened. Suffering. A people who are used to the leadership of God by his voice are no longer being led. The implication is a serious one. We might desire that every day we might hear from God. 
Say amen. Because if God is not leading you, you will be led anyway. Because we are sheep. The Old Testament, Psalm 23 says, we are sheep. New Testament, John chapter 10, Jesus said, we are sheep. And one thing about sheep is that they never outgrow their need to be led. Baby sheep needs leadership. Mother sheep needs leadership. That's what I'm saying. There will never come a time in your Christian life where you no longer need God to speak to you. Because if God is not speaking, somebody will be speaking. If God is not leading, somebody or something will lead you. So what is the importance? We find that in Jesus. Luke chapter 3. I am going to give you the, the importance so that you desire. You desire. And settle your heart. Thank you, Father. So the necessity of the voice of God. Hearing from God. What is the importance? How important is that? What does it bring to us when God speaks to us? Amen? Luke chapter 3, verse 21 and 23. God is saying something. So, when all the people were being baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also being baptized and praying, the heaven was opened. So, in somewhere, the heaven was closed. In Jesus, the heaven was open. Now, whatever benefit Eli and his people, the nation would have received by open heaven, we find it in what Jesus received when his heaven opened. What is open heaven? God is speaking and you are hearing clearly. Amen. Quickly, so quickly, when the event of the baptism was taking place, verse 22, the Holy Spirit descended in a bodily shape like a dove upon him. And a voice, take note of the voice. And a voice came from heaven saying to Jesus, You are my beloved son. I am so pleased with you. Wow. Verse 23 is very important. And Jesus himself began to be about 30 years of age, being, as was supposed, the son of Joseph, which was the son of Heli. Look up. Verse 22, the son of God. Verse 23, the son of Joseph. What is the importance of this voice of God to Jesus? Jesus the Savior. Amen. Number one, the revelation of his identity. True identity. This voice that spoke to Jesus told him what he actually was. Not the son of Joseph. As people used to call him. He was the son of God. And if somebody must tell you, it must be Father God. Amen. My dear, let's take advantage of God speaking to us. 
It will settle your doubts. Your fears and anxiety will be gone. Thank you, Father. Can you imagine Jesus doing wonders with an identity crisis? He will never accept himself because people have not accepted him yet. We know, we know it was Mary who said, you know, an angel, an angel, an angel had impregnated her. Even Joseph accepted Mary. But look at this boy, Jesus. Does he look like Joseph? Yet, God was calling him a prophet to save his people. Am I dear? If God says, you are mine, I have accepted you. It will settle every doubt. Amen. And you know the implication. I'm still here. The revelation of the true identity. Just after that, he went to the wilderness. He must need go through the wilderness. And over there was the voice of Satan speaking. And guess what Satan was speaking to? Identity. If you say you are the son of God. Can you imagine if God had not appeared to say that before Satan began. I mean, Jesus would quickly have wanted to prove himself by turning the stone into bread. To prove a point. And he would miss it. He would miss it. The next discovery of your life is beginning this week. There is something God is indicating in your heart. You are not too sure. This week, may you be sure. Father, reveal me to me. Amen? Immediately, God affirmed the sonship, the identity of Jesus. He came with all the capabilities and the possibilities. There are areas of your life you have not stepped into yet because you have not discovered your potential in that area. Your first prayer and a quick one. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, beginning this week, reveal me to me. Let me know who I really am. Oh Lord, as I pray, let your voice lead me to discover my true identity and my capabilities. This week, Lord, do not hide me from me. In the name of Jesus, as I pray, I put myself under your leadership. Oh Lord, lead me. Say in the name of Jesus, I receive grace to discipline myself, to follow the voice of God. Hallelujah. Let that be your prayer. Just as he was with the fathers, he's still with us. Get to know that he will not lead you into destruction. If you claim this is God speaking to you, it must be in the path of righteousness. Now, you have been charged to go and discharge. For counseling, fellowship, 
All further inquiries, they are ministers of God just waiting to hear from you. Call now on the following hotlines. 0249-039193 or 0274-810065. Beloved, you have been listening to Voice of Possibility with Reverend Jonathan Kwabla Afrik Ahali of ICGC Possibility Worship Temple, Dansuman, Accra, Ghana. Faith comes by hearing and hearing again. We encourage you to get the full edition of this message and other series by Reverend Afrik from ICGC Possibility Worship Temple, Dansuman, near the Dansuman Kipit Park. We welcome you to our following services. Sunday service at 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. for the first service and 10 a.m. to 12 noon for the second service. Our Wednesday services are from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. For further information, contact us on 0249-039193 or 0274-810065. Possibility, a city set on a hill, your church in Dunsuman, where God makes every worshiper a possibility. God richly bless you. Welcome to Voice of Possibility with Reverend Jonathan Kwabla Africa Hali of ICGC Possibility Worship Temple, Dansuman, Accra, Ghana. This message of faith is life transforming, anointed to help you discover your right positioning and mission in God's kingdom. It will help you break from past negative perceptions and empower you lead an overcoming life. Now, receive Reverend Africa. Lord bless you. Amen. So the sermon series is captioned, God is saying something. God is saying something. And it's all about the fact that as a child of God, you should be able to recognize the voice of God in the midst of other competing voices. There are voices in this life. And they lead people. I said last week that if you are not led by God, you will still be led anyway. But the Bible says there is a way that seems right unto man. But the outcome produces death. The psalmist has said in Psalm 119 verse 19 I am a stranger on earth. God do not hide your commandments from me. However comfortable you are in this world, oh child of God, know that you are passing through. Don't let your riches, don't, 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 don't let your comfort in life make you think that this is all there is to be. You are passing through. We are strangers. And we need a guide to maneuver our ways through life. Every stranger, foreigner to your country depends on a guide. They will take time and trouble to research your country. Not only that, when they come, they need a guide.
her time in order to succeed in a stranger land. So the psalmist lamented, actually cried to God. Can you imagine Moses, the leader of the biblical Israel in the wilderness, prayed to God. God had told him, I will let an angel lead you in this wilderness. Moses said, no, sir. If your presence does not go with us, we are going nowhere. What an audacity. The importance of being led by God. And all leadings by God comes through a voice. Amen. Acts chapter 13 from verse 1. Now there were in the church at Antioch certain prophets and teachers Barnabas, Simon, the Nigerian, Lucius of Cyrene, North Africa, Emmanuel, who had been brought up under Herod, and Saul, who had recently been born again. Saul, who had become, who later became Paul. Verse 2. These people were in the church. What were they doing? As they ministered to the Lord and fasted. Are we fasting? You must hear God's voice like never before. In this period of fasting. As they ministered to the Lord, they ministered to the Lord and fasted. The Holy Spirit said, God is saying something. The Holy Spirit said, Separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work that I have called them to. And verse 3, when they had fasted and prayed, they lay hands on them and sent them away. During fasting and prayers, spiritual sensitivity is heightened. And the voice of God becomes so clear. To the one fasting. Amen. But look at it. In Luke chapter 4, Jesus also fasted. 40 days of power. Fasting. Luke chapter 4 verse 1, following. And being led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness, Jesus fasted. Guess what? Whilst he was fasting, listen to this carefully. Guess who was speaking to him? The voice of Satan. Amen. My concern in this series is that we will recognize the voice of God in the midst of other voices. Because it is not only God who is speaking. Satan is also speaking in the garden. He came there to speak. In fact, I'll be telling you that your body also speaks. We'll get there. So last week, I said two important things. Number one, 
the scope, the extent to which God can lead us. How do we know? It is by righteousness. Psalm 23. He, if it is God leading you by a voice, howsoever called, that voice will lead you in the paths of righteousness. It will lead you to do the right thing according to the will of God. Jesus also said in the Lord's Prayer that God will not lead us into evil. He will deliver us from evil. So broadly speaking, if it is God saying that thing to you, the result will not be evil. It's as simple as that. And number two point, you, the same person who can hear from God, can also hear from Satan. We saw that example in Peter. We also saw that example in Jesus Christ. Satan was speaking to him. Amen. That is why it is important to take scripture seriously. Bible. Bible studies. Seriously. To, to take teachings of the Bible seriously. So that you will know you are grounded. No matter the voice, no matter the sight. You have a chakra in your heart. The Holy Spirit. For the Spirit bears witness with our spirit. Romans chapter 8 verse 16. That we are the children of God. And if children, we cannot be misled. Say amen. Today the emphasis going forward is to stress on the importance of hearing from God. Last week I just mentioned one. I'll give you five reasons why we must always desire to hear from God. Thank you, Father. I believe the first and most important thing the voice of God that leads us will do for us like I said last week is to help us discover our identity we're talking about who we are whose we are and what that discovery helps us to do so the voice from heaven at the baptism of Jesus announced and declared his identity the sonship of God immediately after that statement the next verse also disclosed his earthly identity so son of God versus son of Joseph Jesus needed to be declared before he started his ministry so heaven came down on time you are my son not only that I am pleased with you that should settle you. it was the voice from heaven that disclosed that his identity amen see after me I am a child of God and I know see after me I am a bona fide child of God and I just know it I don't need to prove it amen 
So in that identity, readily, your capabilities are also disclosed. If you are the son of God, then you can do this and that and that and that. You don't know, want to go there proving a point to Satan. No. Amen. One other gentleman in the Old Testament I thought you should know was Gideon. Gideon. And in the Old Testament, the voice of God came to Gideon through an angel. Gideon was a mighty man of valor. If all I tell you about the identity thing is all you need to hear, that's okay. Because it's a major thing that causes crisis. Gideon, at the time, Israel was under subjection to, they were under the Midianites. So beaten that even their harvests were hidden. So Gideon at that instance, Judges chapter 6, Gideon at that instant was hiding. He had gone to the farm to harvest and was hiding it. Because if the Midianite saw him, they would take it from him. Voice of Possibility will be back soon. We hope you are being blessed by this message. For counseling or further inquiries, there are ministers of God just waiting to hear from you. Call after this broadcast on the following hotlines. 0249-039193 or 0274-810065. Welcome back to Voice of Possibility. So the angel appeared to him and started talking to him. The first announcement of the angel, the voice of God, represented by an angel was that, Oh, mighty man of Allah. Hey, what a description. Me? <laughs> hey, okay, oh, I don't know yet. Yeah, he started complaining. He was a young historian. Our fathers told us how that the rest parted. They beat everybody. Look at us. How we are suffering. Complaining. And the angel said, Almighty man of Allah, for this knowledge, you know this history, go in this thy might. No long grammar. <laughs> no long grammar. Oh, so you know the history of what God has done through your fathers. You are a mighty man of valor. Go! Yet again, there were other things. Crisis, oh, crisis. Crisis can make you prove a point, can make somebody prove a point to you. So he told the angel, prove it. Prove it that I am a mighty man of valor. I'm preaching a cocktail message today. <laughs> Show me! Okay, throw a fleece, let, let it rain, but let not the rain falls on the, on the surface, under, all kind of thing, about three times. If you know the voice of God, you don't go chasing shrines. 
Amen. Hebrews chapter 1. From verse 1. In the past, in diverse ways and in diverse manner, God spoke to the fathers through the prophet. But in this end time, he's not speaking. He has spoken through his son, Jesus Christ. Amen. And therefore, anything God will ever reveal to you, anything God will ever whisper to you, has already been revealed in Jesus. If it contradicts the teaching of Jesus Christ, then you must know that it is coming from Satan. John chapter 10, he says, My sheep hears my voice. They know my voice. You can't go wrong. So Gideon has so much potential and he took the voice of God through an angel to help him know that, hey, you are sitting on gold, complaining. You are sitting on wealth, complaining. Before this season is over and going forward, may your heaven open continually. In the name of Jesus. The second, I believe, very important reason why we must be acquainted with the voice of God is what I call audacity of faith. Audacity of faith. When God speaks to you, it breeds confidence. It breeds audacity. Romans 10, 17. He says, Faith comes by hearing. And hearing the voice of God. Therefore, not only will the voice of God disclose your identity, which identity will help you know your assignment, your vision, but it it comes equally with the faith, the audacity to pursue it. Amen. That which we call faith, which is a major teaching in this house, possibility, is simply hearing the voice of God. Say something to you. Amen. So my dear, the voice of God breathes audacity, confidence, bold, boldness, self-assured person. You don't walk in timidity. You are self-assured because you know who is speaking to you. The superior voice of God keep telling you things. Pass here. Go there. Do this. Don't do that. Amen. The next importance of the voice of God is that you become a leader. So the voice of God confers leadership in your particular field. As a result of hearing the voice of God, you have become a leader. Not by balloting, not by election, but you are just a leader. Amen. My dear, 
if you are exposed acquainted with hearing from God you will always be taking the lead that's what I'm saying it makes you a leader you'll be doing things others are not doing by the time they catch up you are gone the importance of hearing the voice of God pray this silent prayer say father in the name of Jesus I desire to hear your voice daily. Isaiah chapter 30 verse 20 and 21 is an interesting verse. It said, though the Lord gives you the bread of adversity, whatever that is, and the water of affliction, yet shall not your teachers be removed into a corner anymore. But your eyes shall see your teachers and your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way. Walk in it. When you turn right and when you turn left, look up. Simply saying that no matter the weather, as for the voice of God, it's available to all the children of God. You will hear a voice. And this particular passage is talking about hearing by the means of your teachers. People like us. As I preach now, you are hearing a voice. Not really my voice. But behind what I'm saying, you are hearing something. Amen. Not everybody is your pastor. By now you should know it. Amen. The last two for today what would the voice of God do to me and I'm extracting this from Jesus's open heaven in Luke chapter 3 at baptism number 4 the voice of God if you hear it it will assure you and affirm you assurance you are in doubt let God speak to you this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. That's an assurance that you have a father. That's an affirmation that God is pleased with me. Assurance. It drives away fear and doubts. So, biblically speaking, anytime God is speaking to people, the first thing he will say is, fear not. Hallelujah. Number five, and the last for today, the voice of God that appeared to Jesus conferred acceptance and the backing of God. You know that you know that you know that God is supporting you. Why? God is speaking to me. When the whole of hell come up against you, that's says the Lord. The whole of heaven will come to support you. You need to hear this. Hallelujah. Next week, we'll continue this series. God is saying something. How we can find out if indeed it is God who has spoken. We'll look at the Old Testament patterns and then look at the New Testament essentials. 
But I can assure you, the voice of God is nowhere outside of you. It's in your heart. Pray with me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I am a stranger in this world. Hide not your commandment from me. Say, Father, as I pray, lead me by your voice. I need your word per time. Oh Lord, as I pray, by the spirit of wisdom and revelation, in the knowledge of Christ, let me know what I need to know per time. Let me hear that which I ought to hear that will give me the advantage. Let me see what I ought to see per time to give me advantage. Oh Lord, do not let my enemies see better than I see. Do not let my enemies hear better than I hear. Father, I pray beginning this week you will lead me by your voice. Go ahead and bless the name of Jesus if you have prayed that prayer. Amen. have been charged to go and discharge for counseling fellowship or further inquiries there are ministers of god just waiting to hear from you call now on the following hotlines 0249-039193 or 0274-810065 Beloved, you have been listening to Voice of Possibility with Reverend Jonathan Kwabla Afrik Ahali of ICGC Possibility Worship Temple, Dansuman, Accra, Ghana. Faith comes by hearing and hearing again. We encourage you to get the full edition of this message and other series by Reverend Afrik from ICGC Possibility Worship Temple, Dansuman, near the Dansuman Kipit Park. We welcome you to our following services. Sunday service at 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. for the first service and 10 a.m. to 12 noon for the second service. Our Wednesday services are from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. For further information, contact us on 0249-039193 or 0274-810065. Possibility, a city set on a hill. Your church in Dunsuman, where God makes every worshiper a possibility. God richly bless you. Welcome to Voice of Possibility with Reverend Jonathan Kwabla Africa Hali of ICGC Possibility Worship Temple, Dansuman, Accra, Ghana. This message of faith is life-transforming, anointed to help you discover your right positioning and mission in God's kingdom. It will help you break from past negative perceptions and empower you lead an overcoming life. Now, receive Reverend Afrik. Well, let me welcome you to service today. It's a beautiful Sunday. Already, God is visiting us. Right. I bring you a continuation of the series. God is saying something. Has God been speaking to you this season of fasting at all? 
And I hope you are documenting, writing down what he tells you. Because we can also waste the voice of God, the revelations of God. This topic may look very simple and ordinary. Somewhere in my outline, I noted, if indeed God is leading us, why doesn't it reflect on our life? Think. Psalm 23 is a psalm where the Lord declares that he's our shepherd and that he leads us without want. It opens by saying, the Lord is my shepherd. Therefore, I shall not lack. And one particular word in the psalm came more than the others. And the word is lead. He leaded me. So that if God is leading you, there are benefits. If this message is so simple and ordinary to you, my question is, why is it not reflecting in your life? If God is indeed leading you, what is the evidence? The overall outcome is that you will not lack. So listen to me, my dear. Today, God is still saying something. Every child of God is led by what God says. We are led by what God is saying. Romans 8, 14 says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the children of God. Essentially, we are the sheep of God's pasture. And if it's a sheep, you must be led. Psalm 100 verse 3 says, He made us, we didn't make ourselves. Therefore, we are the sheep of his pasture. And Psalm 23 says that, If indeed we are the sheep of his pasture, then the only way we cannot lack anything at all is that we are led. It's not an extremism. I am telling you the fact, the truth. So in Psalm 23, we see the action word, leads, leads, repeated more than any of the words. So, when we are talking about God, say, he's saying something, we are talking about the fact that God leads us by his voice. Amen. Today, I am going to tell you about the diverse or the ways by which God says something to us. God speaks to us. But I want you to take note of this. No matter the means, no matter the ways, if indeed you are a child of God, no stranger's voice can mislead you. Let me ask a question. Who teaches a child the voice of his mother who teaches an infant the voice of her mother it is not taught it is caught amen so it is so natural to us it is so native to us that no matter the ways no matter the means we know 
Say, I know. And that is what is called the witness. Say, witness. The word witness in Romans chapter 8 verse 16 is a confirmation. It begins from verse 14. Romans chapter 8 verse 14. As many as are called, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the children of God. For we have not been received the spirit of bondage again to fear. But we have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Verse 16. The spirit of God, the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit. But verse 16 of Romans chapter 8 says, the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. So I'm saying that nobody teaches a child the knowledge of their parents. Therefore, be assured that no matter the means by which God communicates his voice, his intentions to you, you cannot be misled. You should not be misled. Say amen to that. So today, we are looking at the ways, the channels, the medium, if you like, the media. We are looking at the ways or the channels or the mediums by which God speaks to us. Like I said, it looks so simple. But if your life is not reflecting it, then there's something wrong. Quickly, once again, let me revise your knowledge of the benefits of the voice of God. And this time, it is drawn from Psalm 23. In Psalm 23, there are about four or three or more benefits if God is leading you by his voice, number one, you shall not lack. You shall not lack. It's an authoritative statement. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Jesus says, he daily gives us our bread. Daily. Give us this day our daily bread provision. Be provoked to know that many of us are living below God's provision line. Many of us are living far below God's provision line. It's a daily. Through this teaching, may God help you to know what to do daily. Thank you, Father. Number two, the voice of God leading us brings peace. Where peace means no anxiety at all. He says he lives beside still waters. Still waters. How can you be a believer and you are in perpetual trouble? Your life is full of perennial troubles. God must be speaking. But the difference is is between a sheep and a goat. I think that's symbolic enough. I don't have to explain a sheep and a goat. Amen. Hallelujah. Number three, benefit. Why I must be led perpetually, per time, continuously. 
you are self-assured of his presence. He said, I will fear no evil. Why are you afraid of evil? Child of God, why are you afraid of evil? If the majestic voice of God is speaking to you, per time, daily. Be provoked and acquaint yourself with his voice. Number four, indeed, if we are being led, we will not find ourselves in what is called the valley of the shadow of death. Any sheep or goat that finds themselves in the valley of the shadow of death was being led but was stubborn. Amen. So what are the ways and the channels of God's voice to us? We find the answer in the book of Hebrews. In Hebrews chapter 1, we are told God in time past used diverse, different channels to communicate to the fathers. But in our days, he has spoken in the person of his son. Let's see a typical way by which God spoke in the Old Testament. You know the contest between Elijah the prophet and the false prophets of Baal, Balaam or Baal, uh, who were sponsored by Jezebel. First Kings chapter 19. So, Elijah had contested and won in favor of God and God's people. Then Jezebel, verse 2, sent a messenger to Elijah saying, Look, I will kill you today, just like you killed the prophets, if I be a servant of the gods. So, quickly, Elijah ran for dear life. Amen. Verse 5. So Elijah found himself at a place he slept under a juniper tree and an angel touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. Arise and eat. And so he ate and uh, verse 8, he arose and ate and went in the strength of that food for 40 days, 40 nights to the mount of the Lord called Horeb. Verse 9, then he came to a cave and lodged there. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him and said, What are you doing here, Elijah? He said, I have been jealous for God because I'm the only prophet around. Verse 11. So the angel of God told him, Go forth. Your problem is that after the contest, listen, after the contest, you need the next direction. After this major contest, your question is, what next? And that what next must be led by the voice of God. And it appears Elijah was so tired and so afraid of Jezebel. And he needed God to speak. And there was no voice. Voice of Possibility will be back soon. We hope you are being blessed by this message. For counseling or further inquiries, there are ministers of God just waiting to hear from you. Call after this broadcast on the following hotlines. 0249-039193 or 
0065. Welcome back to Voice of Possibility. He went to the cave to see what, whether God would speak to him or not. And so, the instruction by the angel to him was this. Go forth and stand upon mount, the mount before the Lord. Before the Lord. The phrase, before the Lord, is very instructive in prayer. And behold, the Lord passed by. See how one, one major way by which God spoke to the prophets in the Old Testament. I want to point out something. So he went and stood there. He said the Lord passed by. And a great and strong wind rent the mountains and broke in pieces the rocks before the Lord. That was an earthquake. An earthquake. But the Lord was not in the wind. So there was a major, in fact, dramatic event. Earthquake. And Elijah was hoping God will speak. God will say something. By that dramatic act, there was no voice. Afterwards, after the wind, an earthquake. So there was a wind, no voice, earthquake. And there was no voice. Wow. Verse 12. And after the earthquake was fire. There is the medium and there is the voice. There is the means or the equipment, the instrument. And then there is the voice. What has always happened in the past and even indeed now is that when God uses a medium, an instrument to speak, people begin to worship the instrument. So if I be a prophet, listen to me, if I be a prophet and God uses me, to speak to you. Pretty soon, you begin to worship me. It happens all the time. Be careful. We are after the voice of God and not after the instrument. Amen. So, verse 12. And after the earthquake, fire but the Lord was not in a fire what and after the fire listen a still small voice hey so he was expecting that the means the various channels will contain the voice indeed those channels listen to me contain the voice of God per time but this time around there was no voice in them except a still small voice. Somebody say still small voice. It is very important, oh New Testament believer, that essentially the new creation Christian, the born again, is led by the still small voice. Essentially. But here, even in the Old Testament, where God spoke to Moses through a fire, and some of the other prophets, dramatic means. This time, Elijah was predicting the voice of God in the fire. Predicting the voice of God in the earthquake. Predicting the voice of God in the wind. And there was no show. And then God came in the still, small voice. I read this 
to illustrate the different ways by which God speaks to us. So, in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1 to 3, we are told that in the past, God spoke to the fathers diverse or different ways by the prophets. But in this end time, God has spoken. Not God is speaking, no. God has spoken by his son. In other words, in the New Testament, whatever God will tell you, he has already told us in Jesus Christ. You must understand this formula so that no matter the means, is it represented in Jesus Christ? No matter the means, is it what Jesus will see as the truth? Amen. So there are different ways by which the voice of God comes to us. But essentially, as new creation believers, God speaks to us by our heart channel. So it's no more the wind, it's more, no more an earthquake, but the channel is your heart. Heart channel, if you like. Spirit channel. Your spirit. I didn't want to say spirit because you might say the Holy Spirit or something, but it's essentially your heart. So there must be confirmation in your spirit or your heart, no matter the ways. And the formula for detecting, listen to me, the formula for detecting in the New Testament, whether it is God or not, is in John chapter 4, verse 23 and 24. Jesus met a woman in Samaria and he engaged in some social conversation which led to religious conversation. The woman in verse 20 says, Our fathers, listen, our fathers worship on this mountain. But you Jews say that Jerusalem is a place that men ought to go and worship. So today, many of our people go on pilgrimage. Go and bath in the Jordan. Jesus the Christ himself said, you don't need to go to Jerusalem. The time is coming and now is when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeks such worship. Therefore here, the relationship between the new creation believer and God is based on two legs. The spirit and truth. The spirit and truth. Before you get confused with the spirit, let me explain. It is not the Holy Spirit per se. It is your heart. So in Romans chapter 8, I have come back to it. Romans chapter 8 verse 16, we see the two. The spirit himself, God's spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Are you seeing the thing? So the spirit is your recreated, generated, regenerated human spirit that is sensitive and responsive to God. And this is what it is. Spirit and truth. Let me explain. The spirit refers to your personal feelings in God. Your personal experiences with God. Your excitement. But then these feelings, this excitement, these personal experiences must conform to the truth of God's word. 
Amen. So, because I'm going to give you the mediums, but I need for to establish this. Yes, you must feel it as a person. But open your eyes. Is it written? Is it the truth? So what are the mediums? Number one, very popular, God will use dreams. Even as a New Testament believer, he will use dreams. But first of all, before dreams, I've been stressing it all along. The first and most important is that God will use the word of God to speak to us. Amen? And out of the written word comes what is called the spirit. So we have the letter and the spirit. In John chapter 6 verse 63, Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. So what produces the life is not the letter. It is the spirit. But you need the letter to get the spirit. Amen. Alright, so the, some popular means by which God speaks to us is also through dreams. Number two, dreams. Dreams and visions. Number three, visions. Trances. Trance. Trance. What's a trance? In Acts chapter 10, we saw Peter in a trance. It is it's a halfway consciousness. As if you are sleepy, as if you are not sleepy, and you are seeing pictures. Amen. So these dreams, visions, trance, Last week, I, I spoke to us about your teachers, like what I'm doing now. As I speak, you are hearing the voice of God behind what I am saying. Amen. That's Isaiah chapter 30, verse, verse 20, 21. You will see that, your teachers. And if it's not your teacher, you can sit here forever, but you won't hear nothing. Amen. So, basically, these are the ways. And next week, I'll be telling us some more details we need to learn very well amen tell god i am available to be led by your voice per day per time i shall not lack i shall not want i will give us some compliant measures that will help us next week because if we are god's children then we must hear what next what next? After every major phase, what next, Lord? And God will speak. And for us New Testament believers, essentially, it's a heart matter. It's a heart matter. The witness is in your heart. The confirmation is in your heart. You cannot be led by a stranger. You cannot be led by a strange voice. Never. Father, as I pray, let the channels of my heart be perpetually open unto you in the name of Jesus now you have been charged to go and discharge for counseling fellowship or further inquiries there are ministers of God just waiting to hear from you call now on the following hotline 0249 039193 or 0274-81 Zero zero six five. Beloved, you have been listening to Voice of Possibility with Reverend Jonathan Kwabla Afrik Ahali. 
of ICGC Possibility Worship Temple, Dansuman, Accra, Ghana. Faith comes by hearing and hearing again. We encourage you to get the full edition of this message and other series by Reverend Afrik from ICGC Possibility Worship Temple, Dansuman, near the Dansuman Kipit Park. We welcome you to our following services. Sunday service at 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. for the first service and 10 a.m. to 12 noon for the second service. Our Wednesday services are from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. For further information, contact us on 0249-039193 or 0274-810065. Possibility, a city set on a hill. Your church in Dansuman, where God makes every worshiper a possibility. God richly bless you.